Number 71, Sodom. This is a quote from M.P. Pundit under the Mother's Banner. M.P. Pundit was personal secretary to Mother Mira Alfasa of the Sri Aurobindo Ashram and himself wrote over 150 books all about spiritual practice and spiritual philosophy. And uh, Mr. Pundit says, We do not distinguish between life and sadhana. In our yoga, there must be a continuous life activity serving as a channel of sacrifice, self-consecration to God. Things like meditation and prayer have their own timings. The sadhana goes on all the time. Sadhana does not consist only in meditation or asanas, uh, yogic postures. Sadhana is in the culturing of one's consciousness, right from head to toe Godward, utilizing each occasion to let the consciousness growing towards God express itself in our day-to-day movements, transforming the entire life into a rhythm of God. Now, twice daily we pause for 20 minutes and meditate, some of us longer, some of us shorter. But we do this in order to connect more deeply with our innermost self, in order to, to some degree, transcend our outer world experience. And connecting with that innermost self, remembering it when we're here in the world, the rest of the day. So how can we use these hours to help grow ourselves? Tradition suggests that our experiences can be used to help us see ourselves as God sees us, as pure, full, and perfect expressions of nature itself. The Sanskrit term sadhana, which is translated by B.K.S. Iyengar in the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali as a discipline undertaken in the pursuit of a goal, generally refers to any practice used to move toward the goal of union with the divine. In the glossary of terms in Sri Aurobindo's writings, sadhana is defined as the practice of yoga, the practice by which perfection is attained, and spiritual self-training and exercise. Vedic meditation would be seen as one form of sadhana, as would certain types of yoga, breathing exercises, pranayama, singing, chanting, or praying, selfless service for a teacher, or working in a yoga studio, ashram, or soup kitchen may all be seen as forms of sadhana. What makes something sadhana is that we are dedicating it to something other than our own selfish ends. We are dedicating whatever work we're doing toward moving in the direction of connection with the divine. Self-consecration to God, as uh, M.P. Pundit says. We step into any situation and left to our own devices, we just naturally seek the fulfillment of our ego needs. I need you to love me, I need you to approve of me, I need you to give me a job, give me money, I need you to see me 
better than I see myself, before we step into the situation, we can take a moment and consecrate whatever situation we're walking into, consecrate it to the divine. The consecration to the divine is far more powerful than the needs of the ego and will take over our system and allow us to have a better experience wherever we find ourselves. This is the power of the 12-step programs, stepping into the world to be of service rather than to serve the small self, consecrating whatever it is I'm doing to some power greater than myself. That power can be consciousness, that power can be the power of society as a whole, it can be the power of nature, it can be the power of God if that term works for you, that idea works for you. Sri Aurobindo himself said that all life is yoga, meaning that every aspect of one's life, not just these specific practices, can be used to achieve union or yoga with the divine. All life is yoga. Every moment we have a choice of whether or not to engage in movement toward the divine or to simply allow ourselves to engage in the movement toward uh, fulfilling our own momentary needs. Uh, Mother Mira Alfasa, Sri Aurobindo's partner in teaching, in answer to a question about this same subject, states, all that we do, anything we do, may be used to bring us closer to God. All it takes from me is to set this as my intention and to remember whenever it occurs to me that I am doing this thing, whatever it may be, as an act of love. Today I will remember at least once at the beginning of the day and again at the end of the day to dedicate all of myself and all of my actions toward the goal of wholeness, toward the goal of union with something far greater than myself. And throughout the day, I will set an intention to be of loving service in everything I do with everyone I meet. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.